Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Resecure the Bag podcast on Anchor.fm. I'm your host, Lex R. Brown II, and you've tuned in to a frequency focused on grit, resilience, and how to always bounce back. This show is here to remind you that the comeback is always stronger than the setback. Now let's talk about it. to the RTV podcast on Anchor.fm, where we publish a new episode every week on Tuesdays. Military veterans, pro athletes, workers impacted by diminishing industries and businesses, women who take maternity leave to birth new additions to their family and later return to the workforce, all people who have to learn to adapt to a new way of life once their previous way of earning a living is no longer their primary reliable source. Succeeding in career transition is critical for survival, both for the short and long term. This episode of Resecure the Bag is about strategies, tactics, and techniques of how to win at establishing your next phase career. All right, finally, let's get to it. Let's talk about establishing your next phase career. Um, I know about this firsthand as a military veteran who left active duty uh, with a college degree, coming from a tech background, um, and still ran into my own challenges trying to find my footing as a civilian. Um, I know about career transition from being laid off uh, from a company after they, you know, merged with another business um, and then had to let go of 300 plus people. And I know many, many others can relate. Uh, So fellow military veterans, um, people who are professional athletes who, you know, play for a time, you know, whether it's a year or 20 years, you know, at some point um, they they have to look at that next phase of their life. You know, what do they do at that point? Right. Or or even people retiring from uh, a normal career. You know, maybe they worked at uh, IBM for 20 years and, you know, in I don't know, project management or, or accounting, right? And now they're looking for that next phase of their life. What do I do now? You know, or mothers, you know, who take maternity leave um, to birth a child and then have to return to the workforce. Maybe that job they had before is obsolete, you know, and now they have to gain new skills um, and do something new, do something different. Uh, so on and so forth. There's so many other examples of what it means to have to establish your next phase. So I want to touch on a few areas um, that I hope will be helpful to you in your uh, career transition and your establishing what's the next phase of your your life, really. All right, so I'm going to start with, you know, A lot of times if you're trying to establish your next phase or you're going through a career transition, it also uh, means you probably aren't working at the moment. And that's fine. Right. A lot of people find themselves in those circumstances. Here's four things uh, 
not to do when not working. Right? There's plenty of information out that offers tips about what to do during your job search. Um, but I want to focus instead on the fail points um, that can impact your progress. These things are what not to do. All right, the first thing not to do is to neglect filing for unemployment benefits, right? If you're eligible, don't forget to go file as soon as possible. I mean, unemployment benefits ensure that you have at least some basic resources available for conducting a successful job search. Uh, You'll need the money for transportation, keeping your phone account connected, uh, getting properly caffeinated, you know what I mean? Or, you know, if you don't drink coffee, maybe go grab a cup of tea every once in a while. Uh, that small peace of mind goes a long way, right? When you're searching, when you're on the hunt. Um, so, you know, swallow your pride. Go stand in that line. Uh, the customer service is probably going to be horrible. But hey, having no cash flow, trust me, it's, it's a lot worse. The other thing not to do is forgetting to notify your student loan provider. If you've gone to college um, and you weren't fortunate to have, you know, wealthy parents or a full ride uh, cover your cost, um, and you likely had to take on a student loan, you know what I mean? But whenever you are experiencing a financial hardship, such as unemployment, uh, you can defer those student loans. This helps protect you from penalties um, and late fees accumulating as well. So uh, forgetting to submit your request, uh, that can hurt you. So don't do that. Another thing not to do is avoiding seeking help. Don't put yourself on an island. Uh, don't do that. I mean, we all try to isolate ourselves sometimes when we're going through hard times. We don't want anybody to see us. You know, we just kind of want to go in that cave and, and, and soak a bit, you know, lick our wounds. Um, but, you know, don't, don't sit there too long. It's, it's definitely beneficial to you uh, to seek help. You know, you don't have to have your hands out. You're not you're not a beggar. Um, You're not looking for handouts. Uh, When I say seek help, I'm talking, you know, someone to talk to, you know, someone to ask questions about, you know, um, maybe a coffee interview or two where you're asking someone about their job. You know, what is their day to day like? How do they get their job? Uh, What's required to work in their field? Things like that. Um. Or asking someone to make an introduction, you know, even if you don't know them personally, but you're connected to them on, say, LinkedIn, you know, reaching out and saying, hey, I know this, you know, such and such is in your network. Do you mind making an introduction? You know, that type of help. Uh, The other thing not to do that I highly advise not to do is venting and complaining on social media. One of the worst things you can do is get online and run your digital yap about negative aspects of your situation. Um, I know you want to vent. You know, a lot of people use social media as a, as a sounding board for, for every moment of life. And that can be a mistake, especially for your personal brand. So, I mean, you don't want to come off disgruntled and bitter um, as a problem that potential employers won't want to deal with. Uh, venting and complaining, that's what friends and drinks are for, right? That's what you go to the bar for. Uh, so I know we all feel we have like a point to prove uh, when we've been wronged, especially, but airing it out on social media, nine times out of 10, it's going to backfire. It's not going to work in your favor. So um, just don't, right? 
Um, so off that, I want to keep telling people, you know, what not to do because this is this show is not about that, right? We just wanted to start there, but this show is all about, you know, how do we overcome and conquer these obstacles and adversity in our way. So here's three ways to help jobs find you, right? It's easy to find a plethora of job openings posted online to submit applications for, uh, but what's challenging is getting certain of those job opportunities to find you among a very competitive and global pool of candidates. Uh, So to resolve at least some of the challenges, these are the three ways uh, I recommend helping jobs and the recruiters posting them to find you. The first thing is to be on LinkedIn, really. So this is actually 0.5. This is not even the first one. The the 0.5 is you should at this point be active on LinkedIn. You should have a profile. It should have a picture. Uh, You should have some information about yourself on LinkedIn. And then step one is to enable LinkedIn to share your information with recruiters and let them know that you're open to new opportunities. Um, If you're currently employed and you don't want to tip off your boss or colleagues that you're seeking something new, uh, LinkedIn has you covered. I mean, they take a lot of measures to not show your current company that you're open. So there are some algorithms there um, to prevent that. Number two on this list is to share your full profile with the job poster on LinkedIn when you're taken off of LinkedIn to submit an application. So what I mean by that is if you're on LinkedIn, you're searching jobs right there on the LinkedIn platform and you click apply on something and it takes you away from LinkedIn to a separate site. Um, You want to make sure that you share your profile with the job poster on LinkedIn before you even complete the application on the other website. Uh, and you might as well send a brief in-mail. You know, this is like the new cover letter, right? Send that in-mail to the job poster. Get their attention, you know. Make them pay attention to you sooner. Your message should basically read as like a one-paragraph cover letter, like I said. So so don't forget to attach a copy of your resume as well. And third on this list is uh, get and stay active in your local community. And you never know who who might be available to share, you know, some very pertinent information or even to hire you directly as a result of your contributions and hard work uh, in a shared cause. You know, put your work ethic on display, put your passion on display and and really distract yourself from maybe some of the hardships you might be enduring um, by helping others who who you can relate to. Right. Uh, And also just keep a few copies of your resume handy. Always behave professionally, of course, since I mean, you don't know who's who among the crowd, right? Initially, uh, get involved in something you genuinely care about um, or else you'll just come off as an opportunist. I mean, that's not what this is about. Uh, This suggestion is not about being an opportunist, but at the same time, I mean, it's smart to keep your eyes open, right? So uh, along the same lines, you know, I want to pitch a few job search resources that, that actually get results. I mean, I know I got fed up when I was hunting uh, for a job for a long time. I definitely got fed up with all the bogus job postings um, that pretty much lead to nothing. It's just fluff. It's recycled, out-of-date postings. They're useless. They don't have any contact information for follow-up. I mean, what's the point? But when you're on the hunt, 
for work, the last thing you need is to waste time submitting dead-end job applications. So stop wasting energy and effort just dropping applications into the bottomless pits of the virtual universe and get these results from, from these sources that I'm sharing with you now. First on my list of this list is Jopwell. J-O-P as in Paul, W-E-L-L, Jopwell. Um, this is a prestigious uh, platform. It has highly active corporate partners um, and they serve a vibrant career pipeline. Um, they have a blog called The Well and it adds extra value to your journey by, you know, they publish engaging and insightful content relevant to accomplishing your career goals every step of the way, really. Uh, they're a champion of diversity and inclusion. They focus greatly on challenging and positively changing organizational cultures across the globe. So if you see an opportunity on Jobwell, you can be assured it's not a bullshit posting. Another platform I really like is Blendor. Um, this is a people operations platform and it's the absolute genius of these, uh, these uh, platforms I'm sharing with you right now. So think of a talent search reality TV show, The Voice, and then apply that concept to the recruiting process. The voice starts strictly based on talent and results, keeping the judges blind to any physical appearances or any other personal background information about the candidates on the show. So this helps mitigate biases, both conscious and, up and unconscious. It also eliminates distractions to keep the judges focus solely on the voice that they're hearing, the quality the unique tones, the range, etc. Blendor does this for the hiring pipeline. It blinds recruiters and hiring managers from most aspects that can allow personal biases to interfere. So Blendor is about ensuring you get a truly fair shot while also facilitating diversity and inclusion in a very out-of-the-box fashion. So again, Blendor. Uh... Next suggestion, Work It Daily. I've personally been a follower of Work It Daily and its founder, JT O'Donnell, for years. She and her team, they really get it. I mean, their deep level of understanding comes from many, many years of leadership, success in human resources, um, and from watching talented professionals struggle way too much in transitioning between jobs. They deliver an awesome variety of content from blog posts to videos and more. They have expertise in every phase of the career cycle, and they add value to your journey no matter what level you are in your profession. And last but not least, right back to LinkedIn, right? Actionable job posts with a comprehensive flow of relevant information, especially for the premium subscription levels. Most of the time, you can access names and contact information from for recruiters and even hiring managers. You also often get accurate insights on salary range, location, amount of travel, how many other applicants you're competing against, and where you rank in the stack of applicants. So if you're not on LinkedIn, once again, you're not optimizing your job search. You, you have to be on LinkedIn. This is the platform for your career. And finally, I want to visit a few blogs that I think are 
yet still helpful. Um, AmericanDreamU.org. This is more for military veterans. Um, but American Dream U is committed to empowering those that serve. I mean, the site provides a ton of free resources. Keyword is free. Everything about American Dream U, if it's not free, they're not sharing it, right? Um, they have a mentor network. Um, they have a calendar of signature events like Metricon. And their founder, Phil Randazzo, he's a serial entrepreneur and investor, great guy, a genuine uh, proponent of active duty military members, veterans, and spouses finding their dream job and or entrepreneur resources. So uh, just a really cool um, source to check out. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other resources and suggestions that I, I didn't touch on. Um, and if you would like to share that, um, please, by all means, reach out. You hit me up on Gmail, LexRBrown at gmail.com. Catch me on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, LexRBrown would be my handle on both of those platforms. Um, and please uh, subscribe to the podcast here on anchor.fm. Um, and I would love to get a conversation started. So let me know what you think about this episode, um, how I can continue to improve from week to week. Uh, if you can think of people you think might be great guests on the show, I'm open for those suggestions as well. And I really appreciate your listenership. So that's my uh, two cents for this week. I hope that you find value in it. Hope you find some time to check out some of the things I mentioned. And again, I would love to engage, would love to hear from you, get some feedback, positive and negative. Hey, I take constructive criticism well. Um, Peace and blessings to you. Have a great week. Well, good people, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Resecure the Bag. Check back every week on Tuesdays for the newest release. Like what you hear? Go to anchor.fm slash resecure the bag and subscribe. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Lex R. Brown, L-E-X-R-B-R-O-W-N. That's at Lex R. Brown. Hey, it's been a pleasure. We'll connect next week with a very special guest. Until then, peace and blessings to you and your people.